0: Good morning. It's time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. I am Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. I've been looking forward to this Sunday morning service and Sunday morning sermon by way of the media. Can't wait till we meet again. I'm, I'm, I'm Praying my patience prayer Lord give me patience and hurry <laughs> amen it's not uh, I'm just waiting on God there's a difference between really wanting to to go forward and get back to to the new normal but uh, not being able to change anything to sit back and wait upon the Lord while seeking the Lord for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven as soon as we get the green light we're going to be back in our building where we have been meeting for the past year or so and waiting on the building that we don't have to wait to get back in the one if we had our own building we're in between we would have we would have been in it having service already there's enough uh, leeway to safely gather uh in, in our situation that we can do that and render to caesar what is caesar's god what is god's amen today we're going to render to god what is god's amen because we're going to worship him as we receive the Word, it's not just our choir singing or our group singing, it's how we receive God's Word into our heart. It's part and parcel of our worship. It would be totally hypocritical to sing the high praises of God and then dishonor Him and be irreverent to the Word of God. you, you know what I'm saying today? Amen. We can have a cloistered choir, which we do not, in in wonderful robes, uh, singing perfectly the songs of the faith. But if they, uh, you know, hit the door to go smoke their cigarette and not come back for the Word of God, uh, then that is not worship. Nothing that occurred on the platform has any semblance of worship. I've seen that occur. You probably have seen that occur. I hope it is not occurring where you attend church, and I hope you're not one of those people people amen that that want it both ways because you can't have it both ways this is a day to get serious about our faith this is today to get sanctified amen if you're not already letting the word of God cleanse you then it's time to come for that cleansing today because we're in a compromised deceptive age we're in an age when the Bible said now the spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter days some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. That doesn't mean you become a worshiper of demons. No, the devil knows you would not do that. No, it means he's going to twist the Word of God. He's going to bring such compromise to the Word of God that there'll be just enough truth left in it to make people who are not spiritually prepared for this deception and not discerning enough to detect it that they will buy into it even though in reality it will be leading them away from God instead of bringing them closer to God. Oh, friend of mine, this is a day when, when the Bible said that would occur in the latter days. The Bible said in the last days perilous times would come for men will be lovers of their own self. At the end of it, out of all the things adulterers and fornicators and disobedient to parents and incontinent and all of that, at the end of it, unlawful, ungodly, and at the end of it, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. That, That signifies the falling away. I believe we're in the beginning of the falling away. It speaks of the Antichrist being revealed. It said that day shall not come except there come of falling away first. It will come to its climax during the tribulation period, but it is beginning now. That falling away, they asked Jesus, what shall be the sign of thy coming? When shall these things be? One of the things he said to them in answer to that important question, all important question, is many false prophets will go out into the world and deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many Shall wax cold. When that love begins to cool down, when that first love has been lost, we lose our lampstand. We lose that that is vital to our witness and our standing true to God. Friend of mine, we are in that day. It's here. There are leaders of the faith that no longer lead by espousing and holding true to the Word of God and the authenticity of Scripture. There are denominations, whole denominations that are being turned from the truth of God's Word to the error of the world. There are people meeting and the push is on and the pressure is on to to change the Word of God, to accommodate the sins of the culture, than to seek by standing true to the Word of God. To see hearts changed in the culture. Hallelujah. And people beginning to turn to Christ. Oh, friend of mine, make no mistake about it. We're in the last of the last days. Perilous times. Times of deception. We're in a storm. When I was growing uh, up in God in my early Christian life, I heard messages preached under powerful anointings from the pulpit of our pastor and the evangelist and the radio preachers and TV preachers. And many times they would say, speaking of something in the immediate future, but not here yet. The storm clouds are gathering. The storm is coming. Well, I'm going to tell you I prepared myself then. It put me in an altar then. It made me take a self-inventory. If a storm is coming, I need to be in a situation. I need to be postured to weather that storm when it comes. Well, it's here. And some are weathering it. And some are being carried away by it. And that's why the name of our message is The Storm is Raging. Hold fast it's almost over. The storm is raging. Hold fast. It's almost over. If you have your Bible, if you will turn with me to 2 Kings 18 verse 5 through 7. Speaking of King Hezekiah, and did God distinguish him from all the kings that ever reigned before him or reigned after him? And you're going to see why that God lifted him up and, and separated him from any of the other kings, good or bad. Listen to what he did that caused God to speak of him that way and to use him in the way he used him in the day that he had an influence. Listen, 2 Kings eighteen five through 7 It said of Hezekiah, he trusted in the Lord God of Israel so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. Does that distinguish him? Yes, it does. Why? Verse 6 says, For he clave. I want you to underscore that, underline that, highlight that, put that in (laughs) parenthesis. Amen. Let that come out of the page and get a hold of it. For he clave to the Lord. And departed not from following him, but kept his commandments which the Lord commanded Moses. And the Lord was with him, and he prospered whithersoever he went forth, and he rebelled against the king of Assyria, and served him not. Now obviously there was pressure to serve the king of Assyria. So he didn't just make a commitment to serve God with all of his heart. He made a mutual commitment, therefore, to, to rebel against that king that wanted him to bow to him. You see, Jesus is, is is got to be Lord of your life if you're going to cleave to him. He's got to be the master of. He's got to be the king and the only king that you bow to. You can't serve two masters. And Hezekiah said, I'm not even going to try. Amen. There's there's no if and but or maybe. That's what Joshua was talking about when he talked to his people of his day. He, say, he, said, if, he said, if Baal is God, go serve him. Go bow to him. Amen. If Baal is God, go serve him. But if the Lord is God, serve Him. But make up your mind and make a commitment. Amen. Hallelujah. If Baal is God, if Baal is God, serve Him. But if the Lord is God, serve Him. But choose you this day. And that's what Hezekiah did when he grabbed hold of God and said, nothing is going to shake me loose. He cleaved to the Lord. (laughs) Wasn't a king like him before him. Wasn't a king like him after him. Praise God. Amen. Choose you this day who you're going to serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to cleave to God. That's what he said. For me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And how do you work that out? He departed not from following Him. Praise God. By obeying Him. Amen. That's how you follow Him. But kept His commandment. See, Jesus said, Why callest thou me Lord, Lord? And don't do what I say. I mean, (laughs) do we need to explain that? Isn't that pretty clear today? Amen. To call someone your master. Your master says, Would you do this for me? And you say, I ain't doing it. That's no master. That and you're no servant. Make no mistake about it. He that committeth sin, first John says, is of the devil. Committeth means to live habitually in without remorse, without repentance, without conviction. Listen, if we're living that kind of life, we're living that kind of lie, and it's a lie from the devil, and we can't afford to allow that lie to reign in our life. God is calling us to a place where he can keep us safe not just from the germs of a pandemic or the 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 viral infection of a pandemic he wants to keep us safe far beyond physically or physically i just talked to a dear friend who lost a lot of money in the stock market but he made a donation today He said, I can't do what I used to do, but I want to do something. And I am so grateful, so very, very grateful to see sacrificial giving in a day like today. Amen. God is so good, friend. He is so good. Amen. But it's not about physical or physical, financial. It's about spiritual. And that's why it is so important that we get the message that the Spirit of God wants to give us today hezekiah clave to the lord the word clave here means to hold fast as it's so rendered in the new king james and many other versions and i want to say this about that hold fast hold fast ancient mariners had hold on one hand and fast on the other if you closed and made a fist out of both your hands. And I, I saw this in a movie the other day and saw exactly what uh, this, this truth is talking about today. On the right hand, it would say H-O-L-D, just below the knuckle on the fist. On the left hand, it would say F-A-S-T, fast, hold fast, tattooed, literally on the knuckles just below the knuckle when they made a fist when they grabbed something hold fast it wasn't just just superstition they did it to remind them that storms are surely going to come and they're going to have to be not hiding down in the hold of the ship praying for the storm to stop they're going to have to be up on deck praying doing their duty setting the sails to keep the ship in the right direction to keep it from being swamped and sunk and they're going to have to be at the helm putting it into the wind and not letting it turn sideways to get capsized they're going to have to be on deck in the wind and the waves that come over crashing and if they're not holding on tight to something solid then that wave is going to take them away it's going to the wind and the wave will blow them over the side and they will be be removed from the safety of the ship and they will be in the stormy sea and go down into the depths and be lost friend of mine i'm talking about the need today to recognize the need today to hold fast to cleave to the Lord. Amen. That is why it is so important that we hear what the Spirit says to the church today. I want to be warned when I need to be warned, and I need that. I want to be convicted when I'm wrong so I can get it right. I want to be kept by the power of God. I want to be awakened to righteousness that I might not sin. You know, the Bible said, Awake to righteousness and sin not. The Bible said we're to to seek the Lord until He come and reign righteousness upon us today. Amen. This is such an important day that we are living. When we are called to hold on to God. Literally to hold on to what you got. Amen. Hallelujah. And don't let anyone or anything pry it from you. Revelation 2.25, to the church of Thyatira, it it says, But that which ye have already hold fast till I come. Hold fast till I come. That's what it means when Jesus said to occupy until I come. It means to, to continue to be faithful to the faith. That's why Paul said we must earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That body of truth is to be defended. We're to grab hold of it and not turn loose of it and not allow it to be dismantled. The enemy wants to dismantle the very foundation for the church of Jesus Christ. For we are built upon the apostles and the prophets with Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. Oh, my Lord in heaven, help us to hold on, to cleave to God. Hallelujah. To the church of Thyatira, but that which you have already, hold fast till I come. Hold fast till I come. Jesus said, when I come to the earth, shall I find faith? Said it many times, going to keep saying it. This is not faith to get a Maserati this is not faith to obtain a mansion this is fidelity to god it is the word for fidelity to god it is from the the latin term that that the marines have used for their commitment to to the, their 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 country and their commitment to one another semper fidelis semper fi, semper fi. and it's the latin for all ways faithful when christ comes he's looking for a bride that has been faithful in waiting for him that's why the apostle paul said through the gospel i've espoused you to one husband that i may that you may be presented unto him amen hallelujah a chaste virgin Glory to God. Amen. Five wise virgins waiting for who? The bridegroom. To hear that call. They're ready. They are prepared. Their their lamps are trimmed and burning. They can't wait to hear the cry. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Hallelujah. They're holding fast to their commitment to Him until He comes for them. Glory be to God. Amen. To Sardis. At the end of every one of these, these messages to the church, it said, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And part of that is to hold fast till Christ comes. Unto Sardis, Revelation 3 and 3, Remember therefore how hast received, and hold fast. Do you hear something here in the Word today consistently coming How important this must be into the church of Philadelphia, Revelation 3.11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold fast that which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. You know, the Bible said if we finish the race, there's a crown waiting for us amen that wreath the victor's wreath the reward for winning the race (laughs) the apostle paul talked about how we're to run this race he said forgetting those things that are behind and looking to the things that are before i press i press toward the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ. For the prize of the high calling of Jesus Christ. Listen, if you're not running against the wind, you're not running this race. Because if you're in this race, you're, you you don't have a tailwind to help you win. You've got a headwind to try to keep you from winning. And you have to lean in against the wind. And you have to put forth a genuine effort in order to win this race. Someone said, are there no foes for me to face? Must I not stem the flood? Is this vile world a friend to grace to help me on to God? Sure, I must fight if I would reign. Increase my courage, Lord, that I may bear the toil, endure the pain, supported by thy word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dr. R.A. Tory stated and we hear a lot about the rest of faith but there is a fight of faith in prayer and effort that's why second john uh, in second john verse 8 it says look to yourselves first john 2, 8, look to yourselves i'm sorry second john look to yourselves that we lose not the things which we have wrought or worked for, but that we receive a full reward. Look to yourself that you do not give away, give up or let anybody take away what you have worked so hard for, what you have run so long for. You see, the race is almost over. This is no time to look back. This is no time to be sidelined. This is a time to hold fast, hold the course that which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Amen. Second Timothy 1, 12-14, Paul is talking about his own walk with God, his own faith, and encouraging Timothy. Listen to what he said. For the which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. See, we've given God something to keep, and he's given us something to keep. There's a two-way transaction. And if ever our souls need to be on guard and to give heed to this word from the Lord, it's now. The tempter and the times demand it. Remember the story of Mary and Martha? Martha is is running for the kitchen as soon as Jesus and His entourage, these disciples and people, always a crowd around Him. And she sees the need to fulfill a responsibility to be a good host and to fix something for them. But Jesus sits down and he starts to teach. And Mary sits down at his feet. And Martha's looking at Mary like, what is wrong? Don't you see the need here today? And she interrupted Jesus' teaching to tell him to tell Mary to get up from listening to him and come help her. Do you see how out of kilter that is, out of whack that is? And Jesus said unto Martha, 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 you're busy about so many things. But Mary hath chosen what? That good thing, which shall not be taken from her. Amen. What she's about to receive as words of life come from the mouth of Jesus, is something she it will be able to keep by the Holy Ghost. Amen. <laughs> Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will not pass away. Amen. When that wave is coming, that wave of doubt, that wave of fear through circumstances, and and it seems like it's going to sweep us away. If we grab hold of the Word of God and hang on and hold tight, that wave will come. It will certainly try to sweep us away. But after that swell has ended, we will still be standing. You see, in order to stand and to stand fast, you first got to hold fast. Praise God. Amen. That's why in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 14, that good thing which was committed unto thee. And what was it? Verse 13, hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me. This truth of God. That has come through the apostles and the prophets and Christ himself as the chief cornerstone. Amen. This is the sure thing that we can hold on to in a day of deception. When waves of deception come and they're here right now. It's like a tsunami of deception that is in the world right now. Many false prophets will go out into the earth and deceive many and the Scripture is very clear. Amen. That, 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 that the love of many, because iniquity is abounding, the love of many will wax cold. Iniquity abounds because there is no message that is designed to sanctify God's people, to cleanse us and set us apart unto Him. Amen. To get us to allow that mighty work of God and the Word of God See, Christ loved the church and cleansed it. That's how He shows His love, not by letting us live in the filth of sin and the filth of self and the filth of Satan. No, He cleanses it by the washing of water, by the Word, that it might be presented unto Himself a glorious church, not having spot nor wrinkle nor any such thing, but that it should be holy. Hallelujah. God hasn't changed his mind about how he wants his bride. Hallelujah. Praise God. And that's why the Apostle Paul once again, he said, I've espoused you through the gospel to one husband that I may present you to Christ, a chaste virgin. Praise God. Amen. You see, the Christian has a double deposit. Paul writes, that the Lord is able to keep that which we've committed to Him. Two verses further, He bids Timothy to keep that good thing which was committed to Him. Amen. I like what Dr. R.A. Torrey stated. He said we hear again, once again, about the rest of faith, but there is a fight of faith in prayer and in effort. In prayer... And in effort. Today, we need to pray like we've never prayed. And we need to hold fast. This is the effort of our will and our faith. To hold on to God. It is a resolve in our heart. You see, those mariners of old, new storms are going to come. And those waves are going to threaten them. And they're going to grab a hold of something solid to hold on to. To remind them that their very life depended on holding on to something that will not be moved when that wave comes. They had it tattooed on both their hands. Just below the knuckle of the fist was made, hold fast. Hold fast to remind them. What I believe the Spirit of God wants to do today in you and me if we will make a resolve in our heart right now to hold on to what we have received and to not let any man steal our crown, any woman, any person in our life that we love and and, and, and look up to or revere. No, when they go the wrong way, we have to be determined to go the right way. Don't let any man... Don't let any woman, boy or girl, steal your crown. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. We need hold fast inscribed on our hearts today to where we are never in a situation where we are going to allow the enemy to bring us into a place of compromise, complicity with what we know is wrong. Amen. Amen but to where we stand. Like Hezekiah did. He said there wasn't a king like him before or after him. God was with him. because And he rebelled against the king that wanted him to be complicit with him. He wouldn't do it. He stood true to God. He held on to God, and God held on to him. And I'm telling you today, you can keep I can keep by the Holy Ghost that that's been committed to us. Praise God. And when Jesus returns, he'll find us faithful to him. Semper Fidelis. Always faithful. Glory be to God. Many are called, but few are chosen. But they that were with him when he comes in the book of Revelation, they were called, chosen, and faithful. Hallelujah. Praise God. That's why the Apostle Paul said, when it came time to go home, he said, I've fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I've finished my course. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm ready to be poured out to the last drop. I'm ready. For surely, there's a crown laid up for me. I'm ready to be offered up for surely there's the time of my departures at hand and I'm ready to go. I've been faithful to God and God has been faithful to me. And there's a crown waiting for me and all those that love His appearing. Friend of mine, this is no time to be doubtful or fearful. This is no time to be compromised. Because the storm is here. The tsunamis of doubt and fear are coming. The tsunamis of deception are here and now. And we need to grab hold of God's truth and not let it go. To grab hold of the teachings of Jesus and give heed to them and not turn them loose. Praise God and to grab hold of the absolute, eternal, eternal, Inerrant word of the living God and not turn it loose and not compromise it or be complicit with those that are compromising it. You can't just have your loyalties to your denomination, your particular church organization. You have to have your loyalty to Christ and His truth because we're not following organizations or denominations. We are the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ today. And if any man would follow Him, we have to deny ourselves, take up our cross. Hallelujah. And today we need to let God have the final word. And we need to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's what cleaving to God, that's what holding fast, is all about. Praise God. Today, if you don't know Jesus and you have listened to this broadcast as God is speaking to His people, you may know you're not one of His people today, but you can become one of His people. You can become a child of God before we say amen and end this broadcast today. You can give your heart to Jesus. Amen. You can become part. Of that great number. I know you've heard the the song. That's turned into a jazz classic. When the saints. Go marching in. I want to be in that number. When the saints. Go marching in. A saint is not someone. Who is sinlessly perfect. A saint is someone. Who is absolutely forgiven. Of their sins through the grace of God, through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. And today you can come and be part of that growing number that have repented of their sin and trusted Christ as their Savior. And you can be kept by the power of God until He comes. Hallelujah. And you can hold on to God so God can hold on to you. Amen. Well, the time is gone. This has been a good Sunday morning service, and I pray that as we hold on to God, we're going to see an awakening. We're going to see a time of refreshing from the hand of the Lord, and we're going to see effective evangelism as we as God's children in the midst of a wicked and perverse generation Our lights shine as we hold forth the word of life by holding fast to the word of God. In Jesus' name, amen.